some little girls dream about being moms or dancers or doctors or maybe even firefighters. I dreamed of a big office where I'd spend my days banging away on a typewriter writing books. I wanted desk drawers filled with notebooks and fountain pens and sticky notes of all colors. I wanted wall-to-wall shelves stuffed with books and a big comfy chair to read them in. Yes, I was a nerd even way back then. I have to say, though, that eight-year-old me would absolutely be delirious with joy to know that she gets to spend every single day in her home office hanging out with the dog and writing stuff for a living. All that's missing is the typewriter. I was reminded of that dream a few weeks ago when somebody asked me to help them figure out what they should be doing every day to grow their business. And as much as I love sitting behind the laptop and writing all day, there is more to running a business than that. So today on the podcast, I want to share what my days look like and give you some tips for figuring out where to spend your time as you grow your business. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey guys, and welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast. Thank you for spending a part of your day with me. I appreciate you more than you could ever know. If you're new here, consider hitting the subscribe button. That way, each new episode will land right in your podcast player of choice, and you won't even have to think about it. You'll find the show notes for this episode, along with the transcript and any resources I mention, at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 52. And while you're there, be sure to download the online business roadmap. That's going to give you the steps that you need to go from no business to six figures and beyond. It's similar to the roadmap that I recommend my Six Figure Systems members follow as they're building out their businesses. And speaking of six-figure systems, I do want to give a shout out to our members here because that's where today's podcast topic came from. As I said, I'm going to start by telling you what I do every day, and then I have some tips to help you figure out the best use of your time as well. So my day begins around 6 a.m. when my dog, his name is Boo, when Boo decides that it's time to go out for a walk. We usually have a little bit of a negotiation for just a few more minutes of sleep, but eventually he wins. And if it's not raining, we do our mile lap around the neighborhood that we do every day. From there, I grab my coffee and I sit down at my desk for what I call my morning rounds, which is just a really quick check of my numbers. And what that means for me is I am checking my sales stats. I'm checking what we did in sales yesterday, what we've done in sales overall for the month, and whether or not we are on track to meet our goals for the month. I check on my affiliate commissions, what's been paid, what's still owing, and when I expect to receive that money. I check on the email list, whether or not it's growing. I check on my sites, my functionality. Are my sites up and running? Are they backed up? I do a couple of 
manual backups as well at that time. And finally, I check on my email stats. How many opens did we get on yesterday's email? How many clicks did we get? How well did that go over? Did the split test work better one way or the other? You know, whatever's going on in my email marketing plan, I'm checking on that and recording those stats as well. And somebody asked me why I do this every day. And it's because this is literally the pulse of my business. It's how I know if my marketing strategies are successful. It's how I know if something critical is broken. It's how I know if I need to put more effort into list building or if a particular podcast episode gets more attention than some other ones. But most importantly, doing those numbers, knowing those numbers, checking on those numbers every day tells me if I'm on track to meet my goals for a particular promotion, for the week, for the month, or even for the year. My yearly goals are broken down into daily goals, and then they're tracked every single day, and that makes it easier for me to reach them. I can know immediately if I'm not on the right path. And it's probably taken me more time to tell you what I do every morning than it actually takes me to do it. I have a bookmark folder in Chrome where I have seven bookmarks saved, including logins to my A member, which is my shopping cart, to Active Campaign, which is my email platform, to my server, to an Airtable tracker for email, and to the spreadsheets that I use to track sales figures and goals. And I can just right click on that folder and select open all and seven new tabs open up in my browser. Then I just click through them, grab the numbers I need, click the download button, whatever the case is on that particular tab, and I'm done. It takes me less than five minutes and I do it while I'm drinking my coffee in the morning. So that's the first thing I do every day. And if I do nothing else, even if I'm on vacation or it's Christmas or it's my birthday, I still do that because it's absolutely critical for me to have those numbers and to look at that information every single day. So that one thing is non-negotiable for me. From there, the next thing I do is I check my email. I'm not going to go into how I manage that here because it's not really important to the topic of this podcast, but if you'd like to know how I manage email and you're a Six Figure Systems member, check out the course I did a while back called Organizational Mastery. There's a lesson about email management in that course that you might find useful. Now, after my morning rounds and after my first email check, it's time to get to work. This is around probably eight o'clock. For me, work is primarily content creation. That is the most important thing that I do. And it's the one thing I do in the business that no one else can do for me. It's my words in the emails that I send out. It's my voice on this podcast. And it is my face on the video courses. So that means that the bulk of my time is spent creating content. I like to create content early in the day because that's when my brain works best. The later it gets, the less focus and creativity I have. So anything that needs to be written or created needs to happen early or it's not going to happen at all. Or if it does, it's not my best work. I talked about how I time block my days in episode 37, and I'll link to that in the show notes for you. But basically, it's writing or recording before lunch, editing and formatting other tasks after lunch. I also like to theme my days, so I'm doing the same type of work all day long because I find that to be a lot more efficient. So in other words, I email my list every day, right? 
but I don't write an email every day. I try to write all of my emails on Monday morning. That's my first task of the week. And I block off three or four hours, say from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. or 8 a.m. to noon to write all of my email content for that week. So that way I'm not writing an email on Monday and writing an email on Tuesday and writing an email on Wednesday. It's much more efficient to do them all at one time. So Mondays are email writing days. Tuesdays, I work on course content. Wednesdays, I work on this podcast. I'm writing and recording this podcast on a Wednesday, as it were. And then on Thursdays, I save that for kind of administrative tasks. So those are the days when I catch up on any spreadsheets that I haven't been paying attention to, and I do some longer-term planning. I do outreach to affiliates. I talk to potential JV partners. I schedule meetings with potential partners or potential collaborators. So all of that happens on Thursdays. And then on Fridays is just kind of a mishmash of whatever's left over from earlier in the week. If I didn't finish my email writing on Monday, I might catch up with that on Friday. If I didn't finish whatever coursework I wanted to complete on Tuesday, I will catch up with that on Friday. So Friday is more of a catch-up day, I guess is what I want to say. So that's how my day's and my weeks roll out. And I do the same things day after day, week after week. But what about you? What should you be doing with your time? Well, that's going to depend. And I mean, you have a ton of options, and maybe that's the problem. The more options you have, the more difficult it is to decide on where you should be spending your time. I mean, after all, you could be working on a new course, you could be writing a blog post, you could be starting a YouTube channel, you could be engaging with your Facebook group, you could be learning something new, you could be creating social media graphics or reaching out to a potential new affiliate partner. And any one of those things have the potential to grow your business. So how do you choose? How do you create a schedule that works for you and that helps you achieve those goals? Well, here's what I recommend you do. First, you need to identify where you're at in your business. Now, my guess is if you're asking this question, then you're probably just starting out. Once you reach the more established stage, you probably have a good idea or a good handle on what it is that you need to get done every day. So let's assume that you're brand new, that you're just launching your business. But don't tune out if you are more established. Keep listening because I have some pointers for you as well. But assuming you're new, the first thing that I'm going to recommend here is that you get your presence online well-established. And that means putting up some kind of a website on a domain that you own. You should not be focused on doing anything else until this is done. So you shouldn't be building a Facebook group. You shouldn't be working Instagram, checking your DMs over there. You shouldn't be hanging out on LinkedIn, doing any of that other stuff until you have your website published. So every minute of your workday should be spent getting that website up until you hit the publish button. There is literally nothing more important if you're at this stage of your business building than getting your site online. 
And don't let this take more than a few days. I've seen people get stuck here for weeks or months or even years. You have a lot of options for publishing a website quickly. You can use WordPress, which is what I recommend, or you can use something like Squarespace. And both of these options will let you pick a template. And then all you have to do is change out the content and the photos and you're done. I don't want you to overthink it. Don't stay stuck here. Don't waste a bunch of time trying to figure out things like logos and stuff like that. Save that stuff for later. Just get your website online. You can always change it up later when you have a better idea what you want and what you need. For now, speed is more important. Don't publish it with a bunch of placeholder text and stock photos. Do take the time to make your site look decent and professional, but don't wait until it's perfect because it never will be. So that's the first phase. At this phase of your business journey, meaning if you're brand new, this is the only thing you should be spending your time on. Get your site up and published and don't let it take you more than a week at the absolute most. The next thing after you've hit that publish button is to create a lead magnet. That's what you're going to use to start growing your email list. Now, again, this is your only focus until it's done. It doesn't have to be complicated. It certainly doesn't have to be perfect, but it does need to be functional. So all of that time you spent putting into building your website, now you're going to redirect that energy and spend all of your work time on creating your lead magnet until it's live and until you can send people there to sign up and you know that they're going to get the download or the video or whatever it is that you promised them. I covered list building, including how to choose your tech and how to create a lead magnet in episode 28 of this podcast. If you need a refresher, I'll put the link in the show notes. So that's phase two. Now at this point, Once you have your site up and your lead magnet is out there and it's collecting leads, at this point, things are going to get a little bit more complicated. Up until now, you've had the luxury of kind of being single focused, right? You've been focused on one specific thing, building your website or creating that lead magnet. But now you're going to have to start spreading your time around a little bit on different things. My guess is if you're a little bit beyond the person who's just starting out and you're feeling stuck, this is where you started to feel overwhelmed because this is where you're going to have to have more intention with how you structure your days because you have a few different goals at this point. Your number one goal is to create something to sell. That's your offer. Maybe you already have this if you're a coach or a service provider, in which case you've already done a lot of the work here and maybe all that remains is to get your sales page up. But either way, you're going to need to allocate some time in your daily schedule to work on those things, your course or your sales page or deciding what your offer is or whatever. Keep that time block in your schedule until your offer is done and ready to ship. In other words, until you can sell it. The number two goal is to grow your mailing list and to stay in touch with them. This is critical, even if you only have three people on your mailing list and one of them is you. You must be emailing them on the regular, once per week at a bare minimum. So make time in your schedule to be doing that. 
Your number three goal is to market your offers. And this is where things tend to fall apart because market is really such a wishy-washy kind of word. It's hard to know what that means in terms of concrete action steps that you should be taking. I've already given you the number one thing, and that's email. But what else can you or should you be doing to market yourself and to market your offers? That's going to depend on your audience and your specific business. If you're not sure what you should be doing here, then go back and listen to last week's episode where I talked about being visible online. I gave you a lot of examples of how you can do that and how different methods work for different people. As an example, you might decide that you're going to start a blog, be active on Instagram, and also start an affiliate program. That's a really good mix of marketing strategies to use. And if that's the case, then you're going to want to allocate some time every single day or every single week to work on those specific things. Maybe that means spending 30 minutes every afternoon connecting with potential affiliate partners, sending out cold emails connecting with them on Facebook Messenger, sending them a Skype message or a text message. Maybe you'll spend 15 minutes over coffee in the morning checking in on Instagram and creating new posts and commenting on other people's content. Or maybe you'll spend four hours on every Tuesday afternoon writing this week's blog post. So ask yourself what marketing channels you want to pursue and when you're going to do them. If you want, create appointments in your calendar and then commit to doing the work at the appointed time. This works really well for me. Maybe it will work for you as well. And if you need more ideas, check out episode 23 of this podcast, Marketing Without Social Media. I'll put the link in the show notes. I also recently ran a workshop called Shoestring Marketing, which will help you work through all of these questions and create a plan of action that's unique to you and your business. And again, link in the show notes if you want to learn more about that. So that's phase three. Create something to sell, grow your mailing list, and market your offers. Next is phase four. This is what you might call maintenance. This is where you just keep doing what you're doing. You continue to market your offers. You continue to create new things to sell. You continue to grow your mailing list. You continue to drive traffic. You're going to start to notice that some things work a little better than others. Maybe Instagram was a bust and you take that off your schedule, but affiliate outreach is bringing in lots of traffic. So that time you were spending on Instagram, you're going to now dedicate that to affiliate outreach. So basically, you're going to do more of what's working and do it better and do less of what didn't work. Eliminate it altogether if that's the way you want to go. This is one of the reasons, by the way, that I track numbers every single day. It's so I can spot those trends and make quick changes when it's necessary. I can immediately see if a particular email campaign isn't doing well or if a particular marketing channel isn't performing as well as I had wanted it to. And then I can change up my plan to better accommodate my audience and my business and my goals. Maintenance mode is all about creating better systems because that's what allows you to work faster and more efficiently so you can earn more by working fewer hours. The more efficient you are, the less time you'll spend in your office. And if you didn't grow up dreaming of time spent behind a desk like I did, then this is probably your goal. I want you to notice, though, that I did not say you have to post seven updates on Instagram every week or even that you have to use Instagram at all. I did not tell you to spend 10 hours on content creation every week or that you have to work 30 or 40 hours. 
Those are things that you get to decide based on your goals, your lifestyle, who your audience is, and how you prefer to spend your time. Maybe this is a side hustle for you and you only have two hours to spend on it every day or maybe even less. And that's fine. Figure out what needs to be done right now based on where you're at in your business journey and then allocate the time you have available. So let's do a quick recap in case you were multitasking. If you are just getting started, your first order of business is to get your website published and then get your lead magnet up and running. Spend all of your working time on those two things until they're done. Now, that doesn't mean that you're never going to go back and make changes or create new lead magnets. Nothing is ever really done in that sense of the word. What I do mean, though, is don't add anything else to your schedule until you have those two pieces in place and working. Until you have a website of your own and a way to collect email addresses, that should be your sole focus. Next, you start working on your offers and marketing those offers, and you're going to create a time plan to make that happen. Choose the tasks that you're going to commit to and figure out when you'll do them and how much time you spend on them every single week or every single day. From there, you're going to move into maintenance mode, and this is where you look for ways to be more efficient with your time. You find those things that aren't getting you the results that you want, and you replace them with other things that seem promising. You track your time and your results, and you make decisions based on that data. It's that middle part, though, that's really sticky for a lot of people, just figuring out what to do every day when you sit down at your desk. If that's you, then I want to invite you to head over to tinycourseempire.com forward slash 52 to find the show notes and all the resources I mentioned here. And while you're there, leave me a comment. Tell me about your business and what's got you stuck. Tell me what you're currently doing and why you think it's not working. And I will do my best to help you get unstuck. Seriously, I would love to hear from you. And finally, if you're enjoying the show, would you do me a favor and leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen to podcasts? That helps other people find us. And of course, if you have a friend or a colleague who would love to hear this episode, go ahead and send them the direct link. It's tinycourseempire.com forward slash 52. Have a terrific day, everyone, and I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.